welcome to the Put Cancer Behind You podcast, a series dedicated to helping cancer patients and survivors lead healthy, happy, cancer-free lives. I'm your host, Maria Barnes. In today's episode, it's just going to be me talking, or really sharing some of what I've learned about going through cancer and being able to put it behind me fearlessly. So let's start by addressing fear and the role it plays in creating disease. Fear is the opposite of love. In fact, there are really only two emotions, love and fear. So something is either of love or it's a form of fear. Now, fear can and does show up as someone being fearful, but it's also anger, rage, depression, sadness, jealousy, hurt, shame, guilt, hate, and judgment. And those are just some of the ones that come to mind right now. The gist of it is that all of them make you suffer and none of them have anything to do with love. For most people who've been on a cancer journey, the disease developed due to some form of fear, some of those emotions that had been part and parcel of their beliefs for a long time. I say that because it takes years for a disease like cancer to develop into a condition that can kill you. Now, I was absolutely shocked when my doctor told me that I'd probably had the disease 8 to 10 years by the time I was diagnosed with stage 2 breast cancer. But even if it's been around for a long time, cancer, and really any disease, can be turned around quite quickly if you understand that you have the power to heal it, you believe in your own power, and then you actually focus your mind to heal. I will say this. It's impossible to get a grip on what causes disease, let alone get over it, unless you understand where all the negativity in your life is coming from. Why do I say that? Because whatever takes us down is never coming from outside of us. It's coming from within us, and specifically from our subconscious mind. You may have never been told this, but it's our thoughts and beliefs that create our reality. And since we've been programmed our entire lives to believe that we are less than what we really are and that the world is being done to us and not the other way around, we've accumulated a lot of fearful thoughts and beliefs. To help you understand what I'm talking about, I want to say a few words about the nature of our minds. The human mind is divided into two parts, the conscious and the unconscious. The conscious mind represents roughly 5 to 10% of our thoughts, while the remaining roughly 90% of our thoughts make up the unconscious mind. And the reason for this is simple. Every day we have to take in and process a lot of information. It's impossible to do that consciously, so the unconscious handles it. It's there at the subconscious level of the mind that all of the thousands of bits of information we process get run through our filters. It's where we delete, distort, and generalize everything into what becomes what I call manageable chunks, or internal representations. And all internal representations, which are our thoughts and beliefs, involve memories that are made up of pictures, sounds, feelings, smells, and tastes. All of this is the basis for the body-mind connection. So what kinds of thoughts do most of us have? Well, experts who study this stuff estimate that up to 80% of our thoughts are negative. With roughly 90% of our thoughts running in our unconscious mind and roughly 80% of all of our thoughts being negative, you begin to understand what you're dealing with. So the question is, do negative beliefs, conscious and unconscious, have an impact on our health? Of course they do. Why? Because the universe is holographic. 
It's an energetic mirror. Our bodies are actually the antennas from which we project our thoughts out into the universe. And what you put out is what comes back. It's the law of attraction at work, which is essentially you reap what you sow. What you need to understand about this is that it's all energetic. The energy frequency of your thoughts is what gets projected outward and then matched by the universe, which sends back the people, places, and things that match the frequency of the thoughts and beliefs you project every moment of every day. That's the gist of how we create our world. So, all energy, or everything that exists, vibrates at particular speeds. Good health depends on the unobstructed flow of energy through our bodies. If you're blocking energy, you're doing it because vibrationally you've hung on to negative, fearful beliefs that have moved you down from the speed of love, which is high vibe and fast, to what could be considered an energetic crawl. Being fearful is kind of like creating a sea of mud in the middle of a highway. And at a certain point, if you continue creating enough mud with your negative thoughts and beliefs, you're going to drive your car, which is your body, right into that mud and get stuck. This happens because every negative thought you have is associated with emotions and feelings that are of a slower vibration than happy, loving thoughts. Whenever you're playing out a movie in your mind that isn't loving, you're probably judging and condemning yourself and others and suffering in some way from both guilt and self-righteous anger. Over time, all of this takes a real toll on your body and eventually makes you sick. The more you work to raise your frequency by focusing on love and kindness, the more this world will reflect that frequency back to you. And that's when you'll experience miracles, perfect synchronicities, happy relationships, and great health. So each moment of our lives is always a choice between love and fear, or high frequency and low frequency. So to be clear, we are constantly projecting the frequency of our thoughts out into a holographic universe, which means that the world is not happening to us. We are the creators here. Everything we're creating through projection is a match to what comes back. Please understand that as you create the external world, these thoughts are also creating your physical body and its internal workings. For that reason, all disease begins and ends in your mind. Everything that manifests in physical form in the world begins as a thought in a mind. The mind is the creator of everything. It's the level of cause, and disease is the effect, the result of the fearful thoughts and beliefs that you hold and which don't serve you. To overcome fear, which is to say, to maintain a vibration of the frequency that matches a healthy immune system, and that vibration, by the way, has been measured at a range between 62 and 90 hertz, you need to identify and remove the fear-driven beliefs that are keeping you low vibe. To do this, you need to address what's in your subconscious mind. I recommend making time in your day to sit down with a pad of paper and jot down the unhappy thoughts about what didn't go great for you. And as you write all of this down, be sure to note whatever emotions come up for you. That's how you start to get to the root of the problem. The deeper you feel into those emotions, the faster you'll arrive at the beliefs that cause them and which are what you need to acknowledge and remove. So take some time each day to reflect on whatever your world shows you every day and be thankful for it all because everything 
is a reflection of what's going on in your mind. This world is a paradise for those who have the eyes to see and the ears to hear because they understand the true power of the heart. In truth, all healing is heart-centered. To be truly healed, I had to learn how to put the fears that manifested as cancer behind me, and I did it by opening my heart. From where I sit today, I can say that it's been quite a journey. I've gone down this path because I've been able to train my mind to the point where I'm able to jump from fear into love pretty quickly. Today, I'm not someone who stays negative for very long, but I'm not going to lie and say that's how I've always been. It's taken a while for me to get here. I had to learn to be mindful. Over the last year, I've really worked hard to get a handle on my emotions and negative beliefs, one by one. As a result, I'm rarely angry, and I'm certainly not afraid of most things. When an unloving belief surfaces from my subconscious, or I'm feeling really uncomfortable with the way something happened that day, I look at it and begin to love it away. I actually address the negative feeling or vibration of the thought I'm having by telling it, you no longer serve me. It's time to get rid of you, and I'm sending you love. And that's what I do. Doing that gets me into a state of peace, a place where nothing but love surrounds me, and the fear that was tugging at me just disappears. As much progress as I've made, and I've been in remission from terminal cancer now for over two years, I know I'm not done with the mind work. I'm still overcoming the negative beliefs that I project and which show up in the world and tell me, hey, you forgot me. You still have some work to do. It's like peeling away the layers of an onion because the root cause of my suffering is always a belief that I'm not good enough, that I'm unworthy or unloved. I know these beliefs aren't true and need to go. So to turn them around, and by that, I mean to not extend their energetic vibration from the past into my future, I know that I have to address them in the now. That takes a lot of focus, which is where mindfulness comes in. Being present-focused is difficult because in our society, we've been trained to either live in the past by pulling up old memories or live in the future by fantasizing about what's to come, good or bad. When you realize that the present is the only time in which you have the power to create, you understand how important it is to stay present-focused in order to overcome fear and use the present to create good health. So what's the process? Well, when I've created a less-than-joyful experience and I've mulled over how bad I'm feeling about someone or something, and knowing I'm only dealing with a belief that I've projected so that I can see it and let it go, I sit myself down and start to meditate. For me, that means clearing my mind of anything and just being quiet. In that state of quiet, I can begin to accept that I created whatever person, event, or situation that's triggering me with a thought about myself that's still running in my subconscious, because everything in my world is my creation. Essentially, I have to take responsibility for how I'm using my free will. Once I've done that and I'm no longer triggered, I'm ready to begin the work. Getting to a place of inner peace about anything that upsets you is called radical acceptance. In physics, it's the zero point of the center of the atom where there is no vibration, no movement. It's just complete stillness. Getting to the zero point is key to leaving cancer behind because in each present moment that you spend there, you have the ability to clear the old vibration. 
in that state, there's no charge. Energetically, it's a clean slate. And you can forgive anything easily from that place and then move into conscious creation of something higher vibe for the future, something you really want. So getting to the zero point is key. Next, I forgive the fear, which is usually some judgment that I've made, and I do that by practicing quantum forgiveness. The exact prayer I use is in my book, Put Cancer Behind You. When you truly forgive yourself or someone else, you free yourself from the energy block that you've put in place. Quantum forgiveness allows you to feel the power of joy, love, and happiness. And by focusing on whatever high vibe emotion you can muster and hold, you will definitely overcome any low vibe that's tripping you up. So once I've forgiven whatever has been upsetting me, I begin to envision what I want to replace it. If it's happiness, I see myself happy and feel into it. I become so happy, I get goosebumps. I hold the emotion feeling only happiness for at least nine minutes, and then I let it go. After that, I take action to manifest a happy future. That means I do something fun. It could be anything from taking a walk, to singing a song, to dancing, to petting my dogs. Whatever makes me feel good and happy is what I'm going to do. And that's how you use your mind to create consciously from a place of positivity and power. I want to say that doing the work is always a little humbling because this work takes down your ego. Or rather, it removes it from the front seat of the car and puts it where it should be, in the back seat. If you start to do this work, really looking at your beliefs, you'll see that in the end it always comes down to addressing feelings of inadequacy and powerlessness, a lack of self-worth, and a lack of self-love. Below all of the aggressive anger and hurt, there are still little parts of each of us that are crying out for love. Our minds are the most powerful tools in the universe. After all, we're creating our reality instant by instant. So if we focus on love and practice true forgiveness, we can create the healthy life we all deserve. We can put disease behind us. So I got well and stay well by overcoming fearful thoughts. But there's one other thing that played into my healing, and I want to say a few words about that. Essentially, the other reason I got well is that I allowed my body the time it needed to heal by removing any static from my mind. The body by itself is always able to be healthy. We all have the ability to heal ourselves naturally, and the body will do that if it's given a chance. I want to point out that the reason a body doesn't heal is because it's always listening to the subconscious, which is the part of the mind from which it takes all of its direction. So if it doesn't heal, it's because you're constantly thinking negative, fearful thoughts, and those prevent it from mustering the energy frequency it needs to heal something like a tumor. When I put myself into remission, not only was I putting my mind into a state of grace, I was so wrapped up in the emotions of love and forgiveness that no negativity was running in my subconscious, directing my body to stay sick. All of my thoughts were positive and loving, and that's what gave my body the time it needed to heal. A couple of hours a day for a few weeks with no negative thoughts directing it, and my immune system was able to raise up its frequency to that of good health and kill the cancer, which is low vibe. Amazing, but true. So over these last years, by training my mind, 
I've learned to recognize the thoughts that don't serve me when they pop up, and I've learned how to address them pretty quickly. I know to forgive the fear I've been harboring and projecting outward, and I can replace it with love and kindness. We're not here in this life by chance, as some powerless sinner. Once you realize that, you can take control of anything that comes your way and direct your life consciously, rather than having to deal with what shows up from a mind that is miscreating unconsciously. I can't stress enough how important it is to train your mind to become what it really is in its natural state, which is to say peaceful, powerful, and loving. You can do this if you think you can. That's what it takes to put anything behind you, a belief in yourself and your power as a perfect child of God. If you've read my books or been listening to me on this podcast, you know that I'm a student of A Course in Miracles. I finally surrendered my ego to it back in 2003 after I read Gary Renard's book, The Disappearance of the Universe, which is essentially a primer on the course. And since then, I've been studying it every day. I do that by reading a lesson from the workbook. Even though I've done each lesson now at least 18 or 19 times, they still speak to me. The lesson a few days ago was entitled, God is the Strength in Which I Trust. And the one that followed that was, there is nothing to fear. I love doing these lessons because when I focus on what they're bringing up, I'm reminded of who I really am and the power that I have as the creator of my reality. I don't start dredging up thoughts about being unworthy and powerless to affect anything in my life. I don't see myself as a sinner, and I don't need to punish myself by getting sick. I just turn it all off and go inside to a place of pure peace where nothing surrounds me but love. I am so comforted by that, and thankfully, I'm able to do it when I need to do it. Yes, it's taken me time to be able to get this far, and I'm not done. I understand that living fearlessly is my life's real work. So, that's what I wanted to say today. Just remember, no one is coming to save us. We're the creators here. Let's realize that and be the ones we've been waiting for. God bless you. Here's wishing you a powerful, fearless, and healthy day. Thank you for listening to Put Cancer Behind You with Maria Barnes. So you won't miss a single episode. We hope you'll follow our program on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite pod platforms. And be sure to visit us at mariabarnes.net, on Facebook at Put Cancer Behind You, on Twitter at PCBY01, or on Instagram at Maria Barnes PCBY. Also, you can help us grow our audience by leaving a thoughtful review. Remember, if you or someone you know is in need of cancer coaching, Maria is here to help. We'll see you next time. Copyright 2022, Maria Barnes, LLC, all rights reserved.